you're spending a lot of time thinking about how messed up you are and, and that I think just like drains your motivation and interest in doing anything you know and when you just go maybe I just need to relax <laughs> maybe I just go chill out listen to this song or do this activity or read this book then all of a sudden you find yourself learning things just from yeah life experience right or reading a really good story Welcome to Real FM Rewind, B-Side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Hey, friends. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind, B-Side. My name is Kara, hanging out with Anson and Zoe in the studio today. It is Christmas time. The lights are up. The treats are here. So if we're in a little bit of a food coma, you have to forgive us. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to kick it off with Zoe, who's got on repeat this week. So this is a new addition to Real FM, one of our fresh finds. It's called Stand By by Trip Lee and Halvey. Stand by, he can lift your burdens with your hands tied. Step outside, close your eyes, let them shake. The second I pulled up the lyrics to this song, I was like, oh, this is like what I'm experiencing right now. Oh. Because a lot of it is about resting and like just having God help you in times of like for me this morning, panic yes, <laughs> and yes. anxiety and stress. Like, Aww. you know, I think we're all experiencing some of that with like the Christmas season. And there's just like mm. an endless list of things to do or supposed to do or checking in with friends and family. Yes. And there's just a lot of weight and responsibility that can mm. pile on. And yeah, so this song just really stuck out to me from a lyrical perspective. And then also just like artistically, the very opening of the song, I I listened to it this morning just to like, you know, refresh myself. (laughs) And it kind of sounds like in the kind of background track with the women vocals and how it starts the song. It's got like almost to me a 60s and 70s vibe to it that reminds me of a lot of like those older classic songs that I listen to a lot. That's cool. I love going back to that kind of music and that. Mm-hmm. kind of space. And so I was like, oh, this is so comforting to me. This oh, is great. Nostalgia. Um, yeah. And so I could like just recite all of the lyrics, but I know we can't <laughs> do that. So I'm just going to pick this one, which is I just long for a Sabbath day. Feel like I'm stuck in Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's dark in my tomb. Want a rebirth. Can't wait till I march out of the womb, which is a little weird, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> Why would I keep searching for what he already gave me mm-hmm. crying out when he already saved me? Lately, I've been telling me, why pick bondage when you free? I ain't saying, sis, sis, la vie. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. He got everything I need. What a relief just to stand by. Mm. Like I said, a lot of these lyrics just hit real, Mm. real home for me. Like words that are like worry and eating me up and new mercies daily, like all this mm-hmm. stuff is just jam packed with where I have suddenly found myself because mm-hmm. I I'm just in this weird place where before I had too much free time and then like a snap in the fingers I have no free time yes. and so it's just been a lot and so a real mm-hmm. good moment to pause and reflect on God and mm-hmm. how He is where we can find that rest and how I intentionally need to find it and mm-hmm. like put it into my life so that I can. Mm. not be scrambling one yeah. of the lines i appreciate from this song is uh he's talking about am i trusting in god mm, and yes. he says kind of sorta kind of sorta yeah yeah <laughs> and I was like, that's yes like, that. it's not like the most eloquent like way to put it but at yeah. the same time it kind of i mean it, it kind of is yeah like I, I just feel like when it comes to like trust in god we all understand that we yeah. all understand mm. kind of sorta right totally. like, yes it's not necessarily that we're usually like terrible failures or no. incredible successes most of our time i think is kind of spent in that kind of middle ground kinda kind of sort of area of yes yeah some of this is working and some of it's not and i need some help with this and yeah yeah so i relate to that a lot too that's a great line it's a great song love it 
We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. So it's my turn to press pause today, and I'm hoping that my thoughts make sense. I was just telling Anson and Zoe, I have attempted to herd them into a pen, (laughs) and they're kind of like some wandering sheep at the moment. They're just, they're doing their own thing, and I'm hoping that they'll move in the general (laughs) same direction eventually. Uh, So what I want to talk about this week is reading. I have been trying to get back into reading in the last couple of years because I kind of went through a dry spell. I've loved reading growing up. I was really good at just like disappearing into books and into these different worlds. And then I just, I don't know, I fell into a dry spell. And recently I listened to a podcast. It's actually a woman who, for her job, basically reads books and recommends them to people and helps people get over their reading hurdles. And so she was talking to someone about their reading list and the kinds of books they read. And they were saying, you know, I tend to get stuck if I don't have the right mix of different kinds of books Mm. in my reading life. Mm. And I heard that and I was like, that is so interesting. I've never thought about the different mix of things that I have. So I went and opened up my Audible account and Kindle you know, what's the general theme of all the books that are in my account? Literally all of them are like, how can I fix my life and myself? They're all Uh. like self-help and problem solving and nonfiction. Here, figure this thing out. And I was like, oh, well, that could be why I'm stuck. (laughs) I've been trying to like get myself to read this stuff because I know I need to figure it out. But I'm just craving story. And so I've, I've read some story here and there, but it hasn't been just like captivating to the point where I get lost in the world until uh, a couple weeks ago, a friend recommended a book to me. It's called The Nightingale. It's a World War II epic, which I didn't know when she recommended. She's just like, you have to read this book. So I put it on the library wait list. It came available. I was like, all right, I'll start reading the book. So I had it on Kindle and Audible. And I got so into this book that every free minute I was like either listening to or reading it on my Kindle. And I just feel like I went back in time and experienced this whole period of history. And it was a long book. So it was one of those that even though I was reading it fast, I felt like I really got immersed into this world. Mm. And it was really powerful. And I was reminded of just how powerful story, especially reading, can be and what it does to your brain and how it allows you to experience something you would never have any other way of experiencing, putting yourself in the shoes of someone else. And this is a period of time that's always kind of fascinated me. I had a grandpa that was in World War II, and I think that's part of it. I feel this connection of like, what was his life like? And what was my grandma's life really Mm -hmm. like? And how does that trickle down into my parents and then into me? Like that wasn't that long ago. So Mm. it's kind of fascinating to me how dramatically different and crazy these people's lives were. So Mm. anyway... I'm like, oh, man, I forgot what an amazing experience it is to be able to step into someone else's shoes into another time and place and live an experience and then step out and go, whoa, that changes my perspective on my life right here. Like, that's a pretty powerful thing that you don't get from someone just telling you facts about history. Like the story brings it to life in such a way that you're moved and changed by it. And I just think that's so powerful. And it's making me want to go read all the things. <laughs> like I want to go read all the stories about all the people's histories and all the th- I just I want to understand. I want to get this picture that helps me more fully appreciate, you know, what this person went through and what's what's their story because that's the heart of of their reality. And being able to step into that and understand it just changes everything. So this is what's been on my mind lately. And I was trying to think how to even like, (laughs) 
I don't even know what the discussion is around this, just that I'm appreciating this. I'm wanting to do this more. I usually get pretty paralyzed by what to read next. Mm -hmm. And after reading this book, I'm like, man, I just I just need to pick something. Just pick something and go because it's so powerful. It's so helpful. And it also it changes me. Like I've been wandering around the last few days and just in awe of like hot running water after Mm -hmm. reading about these experiences in World War II that were just so the amount of like deprivation and Mm. loss and struggle that they went through. And I'm just like, I can just turn on this faucet and have running water. And our break room is like full of food. (laughs) Like we have too much food around. And these people were literally unable to get a crust of bread. These were people just living in like, say, occupied France, not Mm. even in the concentration camps. That's another whole thing. But just I don't know. I'm, I'm suddenly like, okay, there's so much in my life I have to be so grateful for. But then also realizing, oh, man, there's other people living in similar struggles and situations all over the world right now. And experiencing this story is making me look at those stories differently. So anyway, I want to harness that power more, you know? So Mm. one of the ways that I've been thinking about doing that is to do like a reading journal. It's just something I've not really done. Like I haven't done a good job of keeping track of the books I have read. And Anne Bogle, her, her name on the web is Modern Mrs. Darcy. She talks about how if I don't document it, then I'm I'm gonna forget it. If I don't write it down. And like books, they're so tied to like our memories and our histories. And it's powerful if we can tap into that. But if we don't record it, we're probably gonna forget it because the amount of information we're taking in. So I actually bought like a specific book journal that has places where you can mark down like when you read it, what you thought of it. And you can do this online too, obviously special quotes from it that really stood out to you. And I was like, I want to start doing better at this because I know that there's so many things that I've read that I've probably just forgotten. And that's a lot to just let go to waste because it's so transformative. It's so powerful. So I'm curious if you guys have any sort of thing like that in place. Do you have a reading journal or an online thing where you keep track of what you've read and kind of what impacted you from it? Yeah, uh, I use Goodreads, which is an app that I think now is like owned by Amazon. So you can track like what books you're currently reading and what books you've read and review them and take notes on them. And you also have a reading list of like what you want to read and things like that. And it synchronizes with Kindle and all that stuff. So that's cool. That kind of helps. And I'm I'm always I struggle with like pen and paper. (laughs) I know. So I I like digital tools. So that one, if you're more like that, that works for me. I think the pen and paper would work great, though, if that's like something that works for you, too. The thing that just like comes to my mind as you were sharing all of that is to me, it's so ironic that you spend all of this time and energy and effort thinking like, I need to read all these books that teach me things and I I can't bring myself (laughs) to read them because it turns into a chore. Yes. Right. Mm. And then you just are like, I just need to chill out and go read like (laughs) just a story for fun. And then you learn a bunch from that experience. So much. So much. I just wonder, sometimes I think in our quest for knowledge or fixing ourselves or solving Mm. our problems, I think this applies to books, but probably other areas of our lives too. When we get so focused on that, we're naturally going to become overwhelmed by our inadequacy. Yeah. You know, all you're thinking about is I need to figure out what's wrong with me. You're spending a lot of time thinking about how wrong you are, like how messed up you are. And Mm. and that I think just like drains your motivation and interest in Mm. doing anything, you know, and when you just go, maybe I just need to relax. (laughs) Maybe I just go chill out and listen to this song or do this activity or read Mm -hmm. this book. Then all of a sudden you find yourself learning things just from. Yeah 
life experience, right? Or reading a really good story. It's so true. And you've shared so many things with me over the years of like fictional stories and books that have impacted you in really big ways Huge in ways. your life. Yeah. Been like transformational for your way of thinking. Yeah. I think that's just like a really good reminder that it is. we don't need to turn it into this you know, to-do list. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and that would, I guess, like be my only caution about like the book journal uh, thing. Yeah, that's good. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. And I'm not at all saying like you shouldn't do it, mm-hmm. but just be careful <laughs> that it doesn't turn into like, one more project. Oh, I read that really good book, but I didn't fill out my book journal and now oh, I feel bad and I yeah. lost it and I'm not doing a good enough job. Because yeah. like then all of a sudden it can turn back into like, a point of failure that's again. so true. Right. So like, yep. if you have a bunch of thoughts from the book that you read and you really want to get them down because you think that would be a really great thing to do, yeah. by all means, do it. Sure. Like, that's awesome. But if you uh-huh. finish another book and you go, I don't really, I don't really yeah. feel like writing it down, but I need to because that's what uh, good people do and good mm, readers do. And good... if I'm going to maximize what I'm going to get out of this book, <laughs> I need to do that. Ah, like, that's that's so when I think you have to be a little careful. Yep. Because then it's going to turn right back into a chore again. That's so smart. You know, that's exactly. And that's my struggle. That's what I tend to do with things is like, let's see how we can make this more complicated. <laughs> I take this life giving thing and make it tricky and burdensome instead of joyful. So that is a good point. Good mm-hmm. reminder. What yeah. about you, Zoe? Well, when you asked if you have anything to track the books you've read, the answer is no. But <laughs> that's OK. But when I was younger, I had found a journal for movies because I'm a movie see? nerd. That's cool. And it was great for a few movies. Uh-huh. And then. Then I yeah. like forgot about it, lost in. Well, then didn't lose interest. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I should fill it out. And then I don't. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like one of those things where you like Anson said, when you make it a chore, suddenly it's not mm. fun anymore. And suddenly it's like low on the priority scale and it just gets lost in the cracks. Right. Yeah. And I try to journal. I try to. It does not happen. But I try to journal every night before bed just to like See, get good. down my thoughts of the day because I've had experiences where I find my old journals from years ago and I yeah. keep all of them. Yeah. And I go through and I'm like, oh, my goodness, how I'm mm-hmm. thinking is so different. Right. My life is so different. Like that's it's powerful. just, it's a crazy perspective shift. And so that's why I keep doing it. Cause yeah. I see the value in it, but it doesn't happen every single I night. But so yeah, yeah totally. I, I you think, have to find that sweet yeah, spot, sweet, right? Sweet, Between sweet like, spot. yeah, how do I, how do I do this? Cause it is a good habit and there yeah. are benefits right. while not turning it into this, mm-hmm. you know, really strict thing that is a I'm, I'm going to feel mm-hmm. like a failure if I don't. Mm-hmm. If the inspiration strikes, yeah, do, do it. it, right? Yeah. And if yeah. it doesn't, that's okay. okay. Like you miss it, a day or you miss a book or you miss a yeah. movie. Like, that's okay, that's too. That's okay. Like yeah. clearly yeah. this book has meant a lot to you. So you right. should probably yeah. like journal probably about write this something. one. I know. That's And then a good if point. you read a self-help book that's meh, yeah. like you <laughs> don't, don't have about to. It. You know? exactly. If anything, yeah. you can say it's meh. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. There you go. And I would say I've been doing this probably unofficially, not in like an official book journal, but just in like a notes app on my phone. I'll have a note just titled what whatever book I'm reading with quotes and different thoughts about it. So mm. it's not that I haven't done this. So that's a good, that is a good reminder and something <laughs> I have to keep telling myself that there's times where I'm like, I have to do it this way. And I'd be like, wait, you're already doing something mm, like that. Yeah. Like, don't make it more complicated than sure, it needs yeah. to be. Enjoy it. Allow yourself to mm. do it if it feels helpful. And if not, then don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think the other thing with like motivation for reading or things like that is figuring out what are not only the things that motivate you, but what are the things that demotivate you like yeah. what, what are the motivation killers Ooh, like yeah. for you Good. like for some people you know it might be like being too tired or having mm. too much else going on or being over scheduled or things like that yeah for me good. i identified that one of my big specific things that like kills my interest in reading was social media and my phone mm-hmm. and so yeah, i am much less likely to read if i'm 
scrolling through a feed of some kind or I have my phone near Mm. me. That's the thing that takes up my space specifically instead of reading. Yep. Because those are two things I could do while I'm sitting on the couch. Yeah. (laughs) And one of them I end up feeling much more fulfilled than the other at the end of it. Right. And so that's not to say like social media is bad or that doesn't have a place. I just realized for me, I would nine times out of 10 rather read Mm -hmm. than scroll on my phone. Yeah. And those are the two things that are competing against each other Mm, most directly. Yeah. So how can I set myself up to pick the one that I actually want to pick, right? And is more life-giving in the long term as opposed to short-term gratification. Mm -hmm. Because I have the same problem, Manson. I'll get ready for bed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to read before bed. And then I set the alarm on my phone, but my phone's right there. I'm like, well, just one quick YouTube video. And then that turns into an hour. Suddenly you're like reading Wikipedia about like rhinoceros and then it's like midnight and the alarm's gonna go off in so many hours and it's just like, yeah. like oh dang. man right. yeah yeah, yeah. so so if I, I that's my situation how do i solve this right mm-hmm. like maybe it's keeping your phone in the other room and investing yeah. in an alarm clock or whatever yeah. like yeah so my husband's you can, threatened to take my phone so away, you yeah. can pick up the book or whatever <laughs> like and it doesn't have to be the same for every person exactly yeah. it's just trying to figure out okay what are those things that are getting to me and that are you know, getting in the way of what mm-hmm. I actually want to do. Right. And, yeah. and for yeah. you, it even sounds like it could in some cases be, you know, good things, like I know. good books and, and like yeah. good ideas with some of these like self-help books and things. But mm-hmm. if there's too much of even a good thing, yep. it can turn into a bad thing or it's a so demotivating true. thing. Yeah. And so it might even just be as simple as like going back through your want to read list and saying, you know what? I'm I don't clean this out. Yes. You know, you know, 100%. If, if what I want to do is spend 50% of my time reading fiction and 50% of my time reading some self-help stuff, yep. then I need to get rid of 300 yeah. self-help books <laughs> on my list so right. that there's parity between the two, right? Yeah. You know, so whatever you have to do to try to, to try mm-hmm. to rein some of those things in yeah. and motivate yourself, I think that's a, a good thing to yeah. invest some time in. So good. Fast forward. All right. And I have fast forward for it this week, talking about something that I am looking forward to. Of course... I'm looking forward to Christmas. Oh, yeah. We are getting closer and closer to the big day. And so I was thinking about this, like, what are the things about Christmas specifically that I am most looking forward to? And I I came up with like a whole list and there's a lot, but I was like, (laughs) I need to narrow this down to like just one simple thing. And the thing that I am looking forward to the most, honestly, like it's not the most exciting thing, but I think it's the truth is giving my alarm clock a break yes that is the thing that i'm really looking forward to (laughs) over christmas break Mm. is being able to take the alarm clock that is normally set for like 6 45 a.m yeah turn it off yes and just wake up when i wake up which is going to be when my kids come into my room start yelling at me (laughs) and still going to be earlier than i want but it's not going to be that early yay Uh, (laughs) maybe on (laughs) christmas morning it will be that early quite probably but on the rest of the days that like sweet silence of my alarm (laughs) is something that is just so I don't Mm -hmm. know it's so lovely it is lovely when there's no pressure to get out of bed in the morning it's my favorite and like I am not a morning person yeah I've never been a morning person (laughs) and so I I don't know there are a few things in life that give me more joy than going to bed at night and knowing that I don't have to get up at a particular time the next morning it's so blissful it's just a beautiful just takes you back to like the middle school high school days or like when you were in college and had like actual Christmas break like legit Mm. you slept until 1 p.m. or whatever (laughs) which my body won't let me do anymore no me neither 
Okay. Sometimes I would like to, and now it's like you know, it's like nine thirty yeah. or something. And I'm like, this is it's so late. Um, <laughs> I know that's right? not true. I can sleep till ten. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's just I don't know. There's yep. something about that. Like it's so good, and I think it's like part of it is actually getting enough rest. Oh and yeah, sleep. that's a huge part of it. But the other part is just that mental space of just yeah. knowing the night before of tomorrow morning can be kind of chill. Yeah. Right? I don't have to get up and like hit the ground running and yeah. do all these things. Oh, yeah. It just feels like a little bit more margin. It's so mm. nice. At the beginning of the day, I can get up, I can amble into the bathroom, yep. I can brush my teeth, I can do the stuff, I can make a breakfast and I'm not Mm-hmm. rushing yep. any yeah. of that right i just kind of am doing it at the speed yes. that it gets done and that's yeah. such a nice feeling yeah. margin is so refreshing and i know zoe you haven't had much of that lately so i'm hoping that you get some <laughs> yeah a little we'll bit see. We'll over see christmas what break <laughs> <laughs> all right well hope you get some margin as well we'll see you next time for real fm rewind thanks for listening to the real fm rewind make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the real fm app or at real.fm and don't forget Be kind and rewind.